The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. Welcome to a super sexy evening performance. Uh, I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm famed R&B performer, D'Angelo. Welcome, D'Angelo, to the show. We never record in the evening, but it's Sunday evening. I've got an old-fashioned with one of those giant round ice cubes in it. My sister Taylor got me the molds for Christmas, and I'm wearing some red plaid pants and an oh yeah dude t-shirt and i'm just ready to get narcissisty does this count as an oh yeah dude crossover then no this is an oh yeah dude crossover episode we wrote it all before the show we hope you like it got a great we got a great script uh you you know what i'm looking over it and this script is basically word for word the same as thrilling adventure hour yeah only have we just been stealing all of our jokes only a lot more anti-semitic a guys, lot. Well, 50% more. Gotta take a red pen to some of this anti-Semitism. It's too late to do the show. It's 8 p.m. on a Sunday. This is It's only sp- 6 p.m. This is my fucking special time. Guys, how was your New Year's? Mm. Pretty good. I rung it in the only way I know how. Dressed as a monk at a murder mystery in a castle in the middle of Ohio. Just traditional Justin New Year's celebrations. You that here's a f- that's a real thing a- that you did. When you're doing all of that dumb nerdy shit, do you also like pop champagne and sing "Old Lang Syne" and like do the normal shit, or is it just midnight comes and goes and you're like, "Oh, I missed it because I found a new clue." No, there is a group sing. I, I I should say a bunch of people get together, pop the corks. I didn't do that because I went to go be with my baby. Who was asleep? So I just kind of stared at it as the New Year went. Came in. <laughs> oh, Langside. Got some. 20- Looking handsome, baby. Some you 20- are the future, baby. Got some 2015 promises to make and break. I had a fun experience. There's a cell phone reception. Uh, so we went to go eat at this pizza restaurant halfway through the the uh, the weekend, and then I uh, I got an uh, a tweet from someone. Uh, and the tweet said, new mystery, Justin McElroy. I know we are spending New Year's Eve and I'm watching you. Try to find me before it's too late. <gasps> uh, so that is like a crazy tweet. But it turned out it was just a very pleasant gentleman and his uh, his lady friend or wife uh, who were at the murder mystery also. Oh, okay. They heard about it on my brother, my brother and me. Uh, yes, but I was very unnerved. Damn, yeah, so the tweet turned... was just a red herring. But that could have ah. turned into a legit murder mystery, only not very mysterious, because it was the tweeter that didn't... Check my tweets! Check his tweets. Uh, this is, I'm, this, I'm Agent Johnson with Cybercrime, and let me check the tweets, and it was this guy that did murder Justin. <laughs> it was someone named Poops McGee. This week That on, may not be his real name. This week on Who Did Murder Justin, it was the Twitterer. It took me three minutes on Twitter, 
And in that time, I figured out that Justin was killed by Thomas. And also, I know the lyrics to every One Direction song that is possible. Also, that Jaden Smith, pretty crazy, huh? Huh? But like, kind of a, like, baby, basically the coolest person who's ever lived, and he's eight. Um, so this is our advice podcast where we turn your questions alchemy-like into uh, wisdom. I'm ready if you all are ready. I'm ready and sweaty. To get rolling. Um, uh, Trav, this email from Empty Stoppings that you forwarded over, was that for reading on the program? Um, I mean, if you want to. It was more just for you to enjoy. I just wanted it. Well, I, I'll take a quick sidebar because we're in the new year now. 2015, the con is on. Uh, so the charity is is behind us, uh, but I did want to tell this you. This is our friend, my started. brother, my brother, and me. Farewell to charity. Farewell to charity. <laughs> the con is on. Uh, I got a very nice email to, for those of you who participated in the MBMBAM Angels program, where we help fill empty stockings here in the tri-state region. Uh, I got an email from Terry over at the Cabell County Community Services Org, uh, who said we received calls and Christmas gifts from your listeners, including those from California, Colorado, Indiana, and Virginia. We were able to help thirteen hundred and uh, sorry, we were able to help three hundred and fifteen people. Not quite as great, great as thirteen hundred, but three hundred is pretty great. good. But add an extra thousand to that, and it's a whole different ballgame. Maybe your next li- year. Your listeners have a wonderful, caring, and giving spirit. We appreciate everything that you did to help us. We hope you and your listeners have a very blessed year. Thank you, Terry. The con is on. The year will be. Unfortunately, blessed. Terry, there will be no reprise because we arbitrarily decided not to go with twenty fifteen. If only we had removed that one letter, oh, we could have. Only thirteen hundred human souls, but unfortunately, uh, the con is on. Sorry, Terry, who also said that our listeners have a wonderful, caring, giving spirit. I know better. I know that basically our listeners are trying to make up for some secret sin mm-hmm. that they can never expunge from their this souls. This year, all sin. We are Fagan, and you are Fagan's boys. Have listeners. you guys seen Leverage? It's like that, where they do good, but nope. it's because they're they're bad. Nope. Twenty fifteen, the con is on. Gems and bonds. I want them both. Gems and Bonds. Gems and Bonds. So let's answer some questions. P.O. Box 54. Gems <laughs> and Bonds, I recently went into a restaurant with the sole purpose of purchasing a gift certificate for a friend of mine who had expressed interest in that establishment. Pretty good gift. When the bartender brought me the check, I noticed there was a line on which to enter a tip for the bartender who had served me. Mm-hmm. I was unsure about how to tip or if to tip at all in this circumstance. So I shrugged, threw in $1 tip, and signed. Brothers, did I do the right thing? Did I tip too little? Or is tipping not necessary in this situation? As from tipping remiss in St. Louis. In case you were wondering, the um, the gift certificate was for $50, and they tipped a dollar. Okay, but that's, okay. But does it matter? But it's a well, fucking gift card. Here's why it matters. First of all, you fucked up. Uh, but second of all, here's why it matters. I really like the logic of saying, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to tip or not. Uh, uh, I know I'll tip 2%. <laughs> right, it's sort of like you would probably it would probably be less offensive to tip nothing. Yeah, but this this motherfucking one drink, bar- one fifty dollar gift certificate is a dollar either way. This fucking bartender didn't put fucking mint into a mortar and pestle and then grind those oils, those essential oils out, and then light like a an orange peel on fire over it and spritz it with. It forbidden citruses and then said, okay, here's your gift card. And he swiped it through the thing and pressed like three buttons. You give him, yeah, fuck, I think, you give him I fucking think, a 10 spot for that? 
This is no. This is a no go. I'm saying that you you didn't need, but this is very indicative. I I feel guilty whenever stuff like this comes up, and I think it's just like now it's just standard that most receipts print off no matter what, especially like you're at a bar already, so it's like right, it's, it's gonna POS print off with system. a tip. You're probably safe here. But I I kind of dig on a dollar though, because it's like the same amount of effort that would be required to get a fucking Miller Light out from the cooler. And then pop the top of that delicious refresco beverage, and then hand it to you, and that's three dollars, and you give them one, right? That's the that's the quintessential buying a beer at a bar sort of transaction. And yes. I think that you give them that same single, that Miller Lite single. I, I don't know. I just feel like giving them a tip on that is saying like, you need this more than me. No, it's recognition. It's game recognizing game. It is good to tip. Okay, to be clear, I think it's important to tip. Uh, when you get carry out, right? Like you guys tip when you're getting a carry out. Yes. Oh, no. oh, absolutely not. What really? Yeah, but Why some, not? but they did that work. Who did that they work? They carried it. They carried it to you in a bag from one place from like 18 feet. Sorry, what do you think they're doing normally? It's, it's like, like 36 feet. Yeah, but then it's repeated things. It's water and it's bread and it's more bread and then it's butter and then it's more bread. And then are you serious? More bread. And then seriously, seriously more, bread. more bread. I'm worried about you. Please stop. It's 20. It's 2015. Take I care ha- of yourself. I have a gluten opposite of allergy. Addiction? Yeah. Okay, Griffin, I'm going to tell you why it's the same thing for me. Okay. I am tipping waiters and waitresses and servers and whoever to make sure to protect me and my food. That's it. It's not the service, it's not all that. I'm tipping him to make sure the transaction goes smoothly. It's and food insurance? Yeah, basically, it's, I don't wanna roll up to pick up my carryout and they're like, oh, sorry, that didn't go through or it wasn't ready or whatever, it's cold now, oh, they forgot the fries, you asked for boneless tipping wings, can an, we give you a bone-in wings? Tipping is an end-of-game transaction. It, they cannot fuck it up, and they cannot take that shit ba- out of your hand, back to you, saying, hold on, sir, we forgot to fuck this up for you. <laughs> that's why <laughs> it's, that's why it's an exercise in trust. You're trusting, what? and they're trusting, and everybody's trusting. What if they look at your tip, aren't pleased with it, and they just take your carryout box and smash it in your chest? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take now. the fries out of here and just pretend like we forgot them. Enjoy. Uh, God, why can't we all just do it in the Japanese style where you just don't do it? There's no tipping because everybody's paid a great wage. Everybody's paid a great wage, and you don't have to worry about shit like this. I'm a great tipper. I'm a, I truly am a tremendous tipper. Cab rides, hotel service, meal service, not carry out because fuck that noise. But carry out's a perfect example. It's one of those in between. It's one of those gray areas. If I go to the uh, an airport Hudson News and I buy my vitamin water zero lemonade flavor and there's a fucking spot to tip on that? Hudson News? I don't, guys, I don't think so. Have you guys ever tipped a shuttle driver at the airport? Oh my God, that just, okay, I just got back from the airport. Okay. A uh, flight to St. Louis, and I saw someone do it. It's the first time I've ever seen anyone do it. The and I felt- exact so, same thing happened to us. I felt so terrible, because I was like, uh, that's a whole nother fucking echelon. I haven't even considered, why can't we do it in the Japanese way, style? At this way, if you're traveling in America, not in the Japanese style, if you're traveling in America at this point, you should pretty much just get a wad of ones and just walk around with your left arm extended. I don't, right. Just like a bouquet of ones, just please. If you're please. supposed to take one of these, will you please, please. just take Honor it? system. Need a dollar, take a dollar. <laughs> Am I supposed to say, if I'm, am I supposed to give you a dollar, please just take as many as I'm I wish it wasn't so awkward to just look at someone and go, do I give you this? 
Do is I, this for you? Is it? Do I do this? And they go, no, it's it's okay. I never have cash dollar bills on me. So what am I supposed to do? Like turn to the fucking airport shuttle driver and be like, do you have Square? <laughs> do, pardon me, sir. Do you? I see this shuttle bus is equipped with a handicap ramp. Does it also have Square? <laughs> Tap to pay with my iPhone. Is that cool? Do you? Are you? Do you have near field communication technology, good sir? <laughs> What's your email address? Let me PayPal you $3. What a nightmare. Why can't we just... It will be a transaction fee. You're not friends nor family. We've already declared it 2015 is when the con done got on. Right. But I think 2016 is when we all start trying to convert everything we possibly can to the Japanese style. You can't even ask. You can't ask if tipping is appropriate because they're, they're basically saying like, do you want some money? Yeah. I have some money. Do you need it? Some? That's why they, there needs to be a second person on like the shuttle that works for them, but is not the driver that you can go to and go, do I tip the driver? And their only job is to say yes or no. Uh, and then do you tip that person, Travis? Well, then it becomes Then it becomes like a, a Matryoshka doll, I think it's called. Yeah. And, and you just have to keep asking tinier and tinier people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then in the back of the shuttle, a very, very, very tiny bathroom attendant. He's like, I got mints. And it's like, I don't want mints. Do I still need to give you like $5 for offering me mints? By the end of it, you're just asking Amelie for advice, who you can't tip because the coin's too big for her and it knocks you'll, her over. Don't try to tip her. You'll kill her. Please leave Amelie out of this. Please. I'm under your 50 cent piece. Please guys, help. I'm dying. Do you guys want to Yahoo? Do you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yahoo. This Yahoo was sent in by level. By the way, Yahoo me is something I've tried out for 2015. Look for the t-shirt. Oh, wait. Do soon. it like a question. Like Yahoo me? Yeah, guys. What do you think about this? Yahoo. Uh, me. me. This is sent in by level billion Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user Master Ahmad who asks. Can anyone tell me who invented hatred? I mean, in other words, which specific individual that created invented the idea of hatred in the first place? Cain. Uh, the answer is the devil. It's Cain. That's actually the top uh, top answer on Yahoo Answers. So thank you, Travis. By which I mean Travis. By which I mean Yahoo Answers user Wooferduff, uh, who provided that answer for Cain. Is that really where it came from? Like, biblically speaking, Cain was like, ooh, ooh, I'm going to get that, Abel. Yeah. And they were kind of a, they were very much like a roadrunner and coyote kind of thing. Um, so nobody up to that point, like, it fucking. There were only three other people. Right, but Abel, like, fucking kicks Abraham in the shins because he's a shitty little kid. And Abraham's like, ooh, thank you, I guess. I, Abraham I wish wasn't I got... there, Griffin. Yeah, it was It was a Abraham, Father Abraham, Cain, <laughs> uh-huh. Abel. Uh-huh. Adam. Uh huh. Not Steve, though. That's important. I've always found this story confusing because uh, I remember being in church camp and the the uh, the the guy, the youth pastor, made a big deal of this was the first murder in the Bible. This mm-hmm. is the root of murder, Cain and Abel. And then as I was walking back to my my dorm room, probably to masturbate, <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought to myself, you know what? He's also the first person to die, which must have been a trip for Kane. Whoa, wait, what? Whoa, Abel, hey, oh, I hit him really hard, and I, now he's not getting up. I, I just like, Abel, get up. I like hit him with a rock as a fucking goof. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I even said heads up when I did it. It was yo, supposed to be like a thing. Abraham, yo, Abel's like stopped. 
Abel, like, stop. <laughs> There's What's not even up? a word for it. Um, Is there a word for this? He just stopped. He, I broke it in. <laughs> you know what? I had an Abel, but I braked him. What happened? <laughs> I've never thought about it, but it's like Edison, Einstein, Kane. He invented death. Yeah. That's and, pretty um, big. And hatred. I, I don't know how much more we're going to goof on this, but Griffin, do yourself a solid and stop referencing Abraham. Because <laughs> you're exponentially increasing the number of tweets you're about to receive from the bibli- the, the Venn diagram crossover of biblical scholars and my brother, my brother, me listeners. So was Adam and Eve that popped them out? Cain and Abel? So, so all yeah, the babies Abraham, came from just Adam and Eve? No, it was Adam, Abraham, and Eve. So there's a little, like, um, a little DNA mix-up. Okay. Well, I think that this is probably 100% true. I think Cain probably invented it. And then just like I, the only other two people on earth saw it and was like, that looks all right. Hatred? Yeah, let me give that a try. And that's where it all fucks. We should all just keep this train rolling. Yeah. What is that called? Hatred? Mm, let me give that a shot. Ugh, I hate. Ooh, I hate you birds. Do you and think that even, God at that even, point was like, I kicked you guys out of the garden for eating an apple. And then step two was this. You fucked up. God, yeah, I was just thinking that. Travis, God must have been like, okay, there are like four of you. Yeah. Can you, Seriously. Can you slow your there roll for once? I was going to let you back in. Ask Jesus. I was just talking to him and I said, like, you know, I think I'm going to let him back <laughs> Jesus, in. Jesus, I felt bad last <laughs> he night. He was like, I'm going to put him on a 30-day probation. They fucking murdered. What? There were four of them. Oh, they had a one in four chance. Uh, he killed. That's a, name another criminal of history that killed 25% of the human race. <laughs> in one day. <laughs> With one stupid ass rock. Uh, uh, Adam's only got so many fucking ribs. I can't keep fucking popping these dudes out. Griffin, I think at that point Adam and Eve had making people covered. Maybe they only did it twice. I'm not. They're not experts. They're not the fucking Duggars. <laughs> Nineteen kids and counting. And oh wait, eighteen. Oh wait, eighteen. Kids. Damn it. Oh wait, Damn it, shit. Kane. There's like twelve. What's going on? Hi, the rocks. Wasn't me. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man, I want to read that Family Circus comic now. Follow just like the bloody footprints around the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Where's Cain? Wasn't me. Where's Cain? Let's, uh, another question. As a cable guy, I can really get into intimate parts of your home. Whoa, fuck. Stop the presses. As a cable guy, I can really get into intimate parts of your home out of routine necessity. So I'm privy to a lot of secrets. Mm. What do you think I should do if I find something potentially dangerous but incriminating, like drugs under a kid's bed? Do I narc? Are you fucking kidding me? Ooh. Let me finish. I don't want to create a chaotic atmosphere while I'm doing my job. Your cable guy works hard, you guys. Uh, but I don't want to just let someone get hurt through inaction. How would you handle this kind of situation? That's from brothers. Uh, how would you handle this kind of situation, brothers? That's from indecisive. In Indianapolis. I would recommend that you just be fucking cool for like a second. Yeah, could you just be cool and not try to narc on Kenny, the 12-year-old who's just trying to sell some weed to buy Pokemon cards? Is there like a cable guy oath that you take that's like, and, and keep your shit quiet? Or it's like, while in the course of your duties, if if you spy with your little eyes. That's it. I think, I think the Time Warner is in cahoots with the fucking one time. I think that I think everything's all topsy turvy. I'm canceling all my cable. Just kidding. I haven't had cable for eight years because I have a lot of weed stashed all over my house. <laughs> I'm afraid they'll find my secrets. What are you even fucking talking about, do you narc? 
It's not your goddamn family to ruin. Uh, yeah, ma'am, just right. sign here. Um, and oh yeah, that's your warranty there. And also, your son has some sweet sticky weed under his bed. Okay, bye. Is this hypothetical or is this a fucking quandary that this person's wrestling with? Because we can put this to bed super easy. Be fucking cool for like a second. Just put the cable in and walk and out. And walk out. Do your goddamn job and walk away. What are you even it, talking about? Is there are? is there a thing like you you find under the kid's bed like a stash of I don't know, like guns. Do you say something? No, no, because the unless, Second Amendment find- guarantees us certain freedoms, Travis. Like gun, like infinite guns forever. Unless you have a knife that has like a note attached to it that says like four Daryl's guts and then a date. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and your name is Daryl. And also your name is Daryl and oh God, look out behind you. I, I think you just. That like, knife was cool. a red herring. It's, do you really want people to start? Uh, do you want to give human race another reason to dislike the cable guy? Really? Have you guys had it so easy in the rep department that you also want to add narc to the if list? A cable of, guy oh narc- God, where is he? If, if a cable guy narked out my fucking son, I would say, I have no reason to trust you, Time Warner. Get well, the fuck out of my house. It's kind of a situation where like, okay, yeah, my son's in trouble. Also, fuck you. Yeah, like, fuck off. I, I think also I can't imagine a situation in which you don't say anything and then like something goes down and someone goes, well, why didn't the cable guy say anything? <laughs> he was here. Surely if he had seen something, he would have said something, right? It's his responsibility as our cable installer. I think that it's not none of your business, not your job. Don't worry now, about it. Now, 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 let's approach this from a 25th Griffin mentality. Okay. If the con is on, have uh-huh. you considered con is on. extorting, Kenny? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You have control of the cable. Get a public access station that only goes to Kenny's house. Wait till he turns <laughs> on the, the box at night. Kenny! Kenny turns on the midnight channel. What's up? I know about your doobers, Kenny. <laughs> but then pretty soon, the Kenny-only channel gets really high ratings, and Uh-oh. the people from the VHF channels come to shut you down. Yeah. But look out, yeah. Kramer's there, and he's going to help you raise some money. I'm just saying you can be rich with Pokemon cards if you, <laughs> if you play your goddamn Pokemon cards, right? By which I mean you want to have a, a deck based on two discrete energy types. I prefer psychic and fighting. And you don't want to rely too heavily on evolutions because that's going to uh, be predicated on some pretty lucky card draws. This has been Pokemon Card Game Strategy Tactics with your old buddy Griffin McElroy. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Mm-hmm. This Yahoo was sent in by Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. It's by Yahoo Answers user Marley, who asks, Do you say thank you after sex? My boyfriend does at times. Not sure how to take it. Justin, I can hear your fucking old-fashioned. I can hear those those greasy ice cubes in that highball. There's just one ice cube, and it's the size of a, of a tennis ball. It's amazing. Mm. I- to answer this uh, question, I think it all depends on the tone of voice with which he says it. Thank you. Thank thank you. Oh, so glad that's over with. What if they sing a little bit of the song Thank You by Jewel? Cross his fingers, hopes it's Jewel. Thank you, Stephanie, for that sexing. Thanks for doing that thing with your calves. With your calves? Wait, hold on. What special move does she do with just her calves? Listen, I don't, it's just the whole bit was that it was a weird body part. Don't make me open up the bit 
coin and take you inside of it. Don't make me don't make me dust off the cobwebs of this bit and show you the cave paintings on the walls. Just accept it for what it Justin's is. Justin's got on some Forbidden Scrolls, the Kama Sutra too, and it's it's mainly calf based. <laughs> a lot of calf stuff. A lot of calf stuff and a lot of cleanup. <laughs> because the first couple times you you're not gonna do it right. No, you're not gonna do it right. I mean, it's pretty. You just put your calves together and go. You know how to make love, right? Just put your calves together and (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Should you you take the meaty part of your cow? (laughs) (laughs) Put it against your mouth. Uh, The. Okay, hold on. Thank you. Thank you. Isn't it better than some other thing? Like, he could say, like, I'm sorry. No, but. I'm sorry would be a bad thing. There's infinity. You can say anything anytime. So let's not broaden it to like all of the things that a person Look can out. say. Yeah. Thank you. Finally. Nope. Just thank you. I did it. I think thank you is kind of nice. It is nice. Thanks for sharing that gift with me. Maybe Until not Until the one time. time he does it. No, that's the thing. If he's going to do it every time and he does it like a hundred times in a row, right? And then the one time they make love and he just like, okay, good night. And you're just like, what? where's my fucking all- thank you? What They're falling asleep, and she's like, "Ah, uh, you're welcome." Uh, um, thank you. Oh, what if you get a Pavlovian response to gratitude, and you like you hold the door open for someone, <laughs> and they're like, "Thank you," and you instantly you. get a boner. You're welcome. Also, uh. also, I nutted. <laughs> you uh, can probably let the door go. Like everybody else is coming it's just in. Me. Well, I just want to be sure. You know, you can never be too sure. Late arrivals and whatnot. Just keep my roast beef uh, warm. Are they at Arby's? Why is it always at Arby's, Justin? What? Any situation you invent in your mind is always at Arby's. Because <laughs> it's good mood food. <laughs> Thank you. It's good money time. Ninety percent, Justin. What's that? Ninety percent. That's the percent of your life that you're. In underwear, and underwear gets old fast. That number seems high. It seems really, really, really high for me. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't sleep. I sleep. Uh, don't I don't need sans inflagrante. sans pantaloons sans pantalones, <laughs> and uh, so it's not, it's higher for me. But anyway, I do wear underwear, and uh, I got uh, some me undies. I know we all have gotten them. It is. Uh, as the advertising states, it's the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. And it made me mad that I'm just now getting on this train right. and I've been wearing, excuse me, but bad underwear, crummy underwear <laughs> for 34 years. Chronically on this wet underwear everywhere. <laughs> just and the worst. Just inexplicably wet. Why are you the, so wet? Me undies has become my, like, I will not travel unless I'm wearing the me undies. They are the best most comfortable underpants and this is not this isn't any of that flashy advertising bullshit no this is straight from the heart i love me undies they don't ride up they pull moisture away from your skin get out so of there cool all day long it's environmentally friendly it's low carbon footprint there's a very sleek panty line yeah oh the yeah oh and is, the material is, is so comfortable they're barely it's a barely their panty line they have one pattern that they've sent me that's black and white stripes, and it makes my dick look like Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we've always wanted. That's what everybody wants. Am I right, fellas? No, no. 
fellas. No. You know when he's that snake on the railing of the stairs? It makes your dick look like, like that. that. Jump in the line. Talk about it. Makes time. it look, okay. My, I got a pair that makes my dick look like the monster that Gina Davis turned into with the big open beak and the eyeballs in her mouth. I got one that makes my dick look like Jim Carrey from Earth Girls Are Easy my, with Gina Davis. My dick looks I got like one a, that looks like the cover of Earth Girls Are Easy. My dick looks like a spooky Winona Ryder. Um, so if you go to MeUndies.com slash my brother, do you guys think that's a reference to the room? Sydney and I were debating this. What? MeUndies? Me, no. No? You don't think? No, because no, no, the line so. in the room is me underwears. Yeah. I know, but that's a long URL that they probably, anyway. MeUndies.com slash brother is going to get you 20% off your first order and free shipping. We Listen, we, we advertise a lot of products on the show. Trust me on this one. Go try these underwear, and they guarantee that you're uh, going to be happy with them when your first pair is free. I also guarantee. Yeah, we and and, not, and we're all dudes talking about it, but they have underpants for both ladies and dudes. They so. sent some to City because we're advertising them on Sawbones. She she's crazy about make it. Your vagina, it make your vagina make your vagina look like a spooky Winona Ryder, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Meundies.com. That's all I'm going to say about it. Meundies.com slash my brother is the address. Thank you. I am, we have a new advertiser this week, and I am so excited about it. It's like the coolest idea. I love it. Do you want me to tell you about it? Because I will. Hit, hit just me. Just do a good job. Okay, I'll try it. It's called it's Blue first, Apron. It's our first time with them, and I just want to make sure it's a good one. It's called Blue Apron, and basically, here's how it works. We all want to eat better. Everybody does. We all want to eat well. Also, health conscious, right? But sometimes you get busy, right. and you're like, oh, the, the I don't The con is on. Right in twenty fifteen, and if you, you got to get your look right, if you want to scam, like sexual prowess is like, and just being physically sexually attractive is like one of your most valuable tools mm-hmm. for conning. Ask Sawyer. Yeah, for conning. For conning? Yeah. Absolutely. That's why that's there's true. no uggos in Ocean's Eleven. That's not think true. about it. Even even Carl Reiner Looker. Can we please read? All right, we were doing an ad, and we were doing such a good job, and then we all took turns talking about how we fuck Carl Reiner. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? For nine ninety nine a meal. For welcome to the show, Blue Apron. You can get your money back on the way out. (laughs) For nine dollars and ninety nine cents per meal, Blue Apron will send you a refrigerated box with the right high quality ingredients in the exact right proportions, simple step-by-step recipe instructions right to your door to make a meal that is fresh and delicious. And a fucking low cal, 500, 700 calories per serving. And you would never think that because good tasting food, usually upwards of 14,000 calories. And you're so probably sitting there have- thinking like, oh, is this like a weird like rice and you know vegetable stew thing? Like I would get it like Weight Watchers. No, how about this? Short rib burgers on pretzel buns. Kung Pao chicken tacos. Put that in your face. Put that I don't know why I'm face. getting aggressive. Have a romantic dinner with Carl Reiner, and then maybe afterwards you'll get some calf stuff. Thank you. Here's the fact. Here's the fact of the matter. Uh, if you want to get healthy, one of the best things you can do for yourself is to cook at home. You have no. You ever tasted something good in a restaurant? You know, its secret is butter. It's always uh, uh-huh. butter. Yeah, a lot. Guaranteed. Uh, so so that is a healthy choice. And you know what? Nine 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 per meal is is already pretty good. But if you think about like how much it would cost to go to buy ingredients for a meal and what you won't use, like what you'll waste, guarantee you'll end up spending more than that buying ingredients for stuff. It's an amazing deal. So maybe you want to go check it out. Maybe you're just not sure yet. I don't know why not, but maybe you're not sure yet. Well, good news. Go to blueapron.com slash my brother and you'll get your first two meals free. 
So you can check out the menu, see what's on the menu this week. Get two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash my brother. Go check it out. It's it's a really, really cool service. I'm fucking legit going to do this as soon as we hang up this Skype call. I, I got a well. message. Yep. I got a message for Kitty Bear, and it's from Seagoat. Seagoat says, a very happy birthday. I was going to do like an impression of a goat underwater, but then I thought, it's too easy. Mm-hmm. So I instead I elected to do nothing funny. Seagoat said... A very happy birthday to the best wife a dummy like me could possibly ask for. I hope you have an unbelievably perfect year, and most of all, thanks for vibing with me and keeping it real. Also, fish and poos say happy B-Day as well, but they are too cheap to chip in. XOXO, and I imagine that's some sort of secret code that activates some sort of sleeper cell. But happy birthday to Kitty Bear. Can you just use the real names? I feel like I'm talking to a couple of Angel Fire websites. Griffin, those those are their those are their given names. I don't think that believe it or not, they they are. Wait, let me check. Yeah, they are. Those are their Christian names. I don't think we've said one true thing this whole episode. No, we talked about Carl Reiner being attractive. He's super fuckable. I have another message for Joe Leafieri. Hold up, they pro- <laughs> they provided a, a a phonetic pronunciation, and I'm still fucking it up. Joe Lefiri crushed it. And it's from Greg, Sean, Ryan, and John. Uh, Greg, Sean, Ryan, and John say, we'd like to wish a happy birthday to the world-class graphic designer and overlord of felt, Joe Lefiri. Mm. Though he bears the form of a roguishly handsome man of 29 years and claims November 6th for his birthday, he is, in fact, an immortal deity who has sworn never to leave his house of girders until his space seed has created a race of supermen. Correct. So, all right. This is like our third or fourth deity that we've uh, uh, canonized on the show. So, thanks. Welcome to the Halls of Honor, Mm -hmm. Joe. Uh, We will sing songs in your name, and we will light braziers in your honor, and we're gonna burn stuff in those braziers. But when the time comes for the end of days, we will have to kill you to siphon your energy. We hope that's cool It'll with you. Worth it. We hope yeah. that's all right. I feel it's an even trade. That's all right. Um, I have to I have to tell you guys before we move on back to the comedy, uh, not that this hasn't been funny, I mean, we did that great Carl Reiner bit. Uh, went ahead and uh, got my two free meals from Blue Apron while we've been sitting here. Uh, Gotta tell you, on the menu this week, Mexican-style rice and beef casserole with black beans and Monterey Jack cheese. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chicken malagatwa nice soup with uh, kohlrabi and basmati rice and pistachio-crusted catfish with Israeli couscous, roasted fennel, and orange salad. Mother Don't mind if I fucking do. Those sound delicious. Also, Justin, do you feel that you were giving your undivided attention to Kitty Bear and to Joe while you were doing that? Guys, I think sorry. if I know anything about fucking Kitty Bear and Joe, it's that they would want me to not miss out on the Mexican style rice and beef. Casserole. It would have been there 15 minutes later. You're not going to get that. It would have the, the it's not like there's an expiration you date on that don't website. Know that you are fucking guessing. Hold on. Let me look at the website. Oh, yep. They're out of pistachio crusted catfish or whatever you said. You got the last <laughs> one, I, Justin. Glad I got on it. Totally worth it. So happy birthday to Joe. It's too late. And happy birthday. No, no to you Keith. missed it's it. It's too late. No, listen, let me get in here. <laughs> <laughs> Make room for Justin. Yeah, they don't want to miss out on my special brand of humor. Hold on. Let me get something for you. Kitty bear. It's like two animals together. Mm-hmm. Joe Lefieri, kind of like Guy Fieri. Yeah. Just they pronounced the fuck. Reference. They provided, they specifically provided the phonetic pronunciation they, so that we wouldn't say Fieri. Just go, Griffin, go ahead and just edit those jokes in. I don't have to edit me. them in. They're already in the show. 
Just edit them. What a what a subpar product. <laughs> I hope that I hope you choke on that fucking delicious pistachio crusted catfish, you piece of shit. <laughs> you don't mean that. You don't mean that. This show's nothing without me. Last <laughs> as the last two sponsored messages proved, this show's nothing without my attention. Guys went off the rails. I listen to Bullseye to be cooler and more cultured than the people who don't know about Bullseye yet. Of course, then I tell them about Bullseye, so it doesn't usually work for very long. Bullseye's your guide to what's good from MaximumFun.org and NPR. So I'm happily engaged to a wonderfully bearded man. It's a wonderful bearded man, but <laughs> how delightfully bearded. <laughs> how ch- yeah, to, how- <laughs> I'm engaged to an inescapably bearded man. <laughs> an unavoidably bearded man. Uh, we both love food and go out to eat often. This is great fun, except for one detail. Every time we go out to the restaurant, he has to leave at some point to use the bathroom. My dog. Uh, this is fine. <laughs> except I often get pitying looks from the wait staff, and sometimes they even ask if I've been ditched by my date. How do I avoid this unwanted attention? My boyfriend, my bathroom, and me in bold. Man, I how long sure. is he gone? I thought that fucking beer was gonna come into it. Like he gets soup in there, and it's yucky. You dropped your own little red herring there. You did your own con. Oh, Sydney says that I can't go into a public place without using the bath. Like if they have a bathroom, we've talked about check it out. Always, we've talked about this. I've got to check it. You out. always fucking keep your exits wide. You always slice the pie every time you go into a Binnigan. So you're like. Excuse me, uh, we need a table for two, and I need a map of the facilities. I have gotten better about this. I, here's what I think is fair from from your perspective. I think it's fair to say, listen, I understand you want to go in and make some room or, or wash your hands or whatever you're doing in there. Can you please just try to keep it like infill, exfill, super stealth, no scope, SEAL Team 6, in and out? <laughs> Like and and not leave me sitting at the table for ages, or like, just leave your jacket on the thing. chair. Can you just leave your jacket on the chair so people know you're coming back? Or a little note that says like "Be back in five minutes." Bathroom and bathroom and again. Oh, oh maybe we just need like Oscar seat fillers. That oh god, Travis, that's a really good idea. You can go to the bathroom for as long as you want. But to stand in for me, his name is Kyle Pearson. He's from Central Casting. He's handsomer than I am. He's ready to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, See, in 10 to 15, I had beans earlier. Can we not? I'm sorry. That got, it got cheap at the end there. I was trying to think of a meal that would make it difficult to poop. A bunch of bubble gum and beans was all I had. Great. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. Is your boyfriend gone? No, he ate a lot of bubble gum earlier. Are you he's okay? having a rough time, but he's definitely real. <laughs> he's very real. He eats bubblegum. <laughs> Only. Bubblegum and string, for... and it gets real rough down there. Do you think it's hard for aspiring actors working as waiters to see people getting solid work as uh, bathroom seat fillers at restaurants? Like, they can aspire to that? Like, man, no, I, I love that I game. bet they're really uppity and artsy about it. And they're like, yeah, I could sell out and be a, a bathroom seat filler too, but I'm holding out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, there was an audition, and my agent tried to send me to be a bathroom seat filler, but I said, no, I'm going to wait and be on NCIS New Orleans. Yeah, shoot for the stars. Which I just watched the other day, and Bakla is so good in it. Yeah, of course he is. 
Bacala is Bacala in NCIS, <laughs> New Orleans. Guys, uh, did you get striving for the ride of your life? Uh, did you guys know that the fucking sun came up this morning? As long as we're like talking about shit that everybody knows, everybody knows that Bacala is going to knock okay. it out of the park. That's but what here's the thing: him. this is why Bacala is amazing in NCIS, New Orleans, Griffin. Not only does he do a fine job, but at no point do you get the feeling that he's embarrassed to be on NCIS New Orleans. No, of course not. Like he's, it, well, like he's giving it not only his full talent, but his heart and soul. Yeah. And it was even a crossover episode with the people from NCIS Florida. I got whatever the like NCIS progenitor <laughs> was. It was a full crossover episode. So that dude who played the awesome um, Secret Service agent in West Wing was there too. Yeah. And Backlund just outshone them all. From, in, from NCIS Vero Beach, Florida. <laughs> That's the fucking back of the guarantee. He he puts his heart and soul into everything. If mm-hmm. if he were my seat filler, well, first of all, if he were my seat filler, I would come back and oops, no wife, wife's gone, <laughs> wife's gone, gone. wife's gone, back has gone, car's gone, house is gone, life is gone, <laughs> family gone, future twenty fifteen. No. You oh, I got conned. Only it didn't take a whole year, did it? It took fourteen seconds. Are you Scott Bakula? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Do your do your NCIS New Orleans accent for me. Oh, okay. To the car. Come on. We can make love on the way. I will say thank you the whole time. I will say thank you. On the way to where? Wherever. Take me wherever. Take me to my, New Orleans. My life with Griffin is over now. <laughs> it was good while it lasted, but you're Scott fucking Bacula. Can I just say the greatest Gespert get? Don't. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't, don't say even it. jinx it. Don't even jinx it. Fucking 2015, Bacula, if you're out there, and I know you are. So you're saying it. Please. You're just saying it now. Oh, trust me. What, what's wrong with saying it? You just you'll jinx it. Dad, don't you guys know how the fucking secret works? Law of attraction? You write down a secret, you bury it in your yard. You hand then, it to no, you gotta put positive. You gotta put the vibe out into the universe. Okay. Okay. Um, do you guys want to know Yahoo? Yes, please. Please. Yahoo was sent in by Jesse Stanchak. Thank you, Jesse. It's by Yahoo Answers user Matt, who has a 100% best answers rating. So we're dealing with wow. fucking royalty here. Matt doesn't step into the game very often, but when he does, he crushes it. In fact, he only... It's a, it's a, he's from an alternate reality Yahoo Answers where people only answer if they have a fucking answer to answer the thing with. Uh, anyway, Matt asks, with all of his infinite wisdom... Astral projection sex? And then in parentheses, noob question. Ah, I'm noob. Mm-hmm. I'm a noob to astrally projecting myself into sex situations. I would like to try to have an out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. I've been reading about astral sex. More like an into-body experience. Stop it! Okay. No, you can keep doing it. <laughs> okay, thank you. I've been reading about See, astral- because I was what I was saying was like yep, you're yep, going yep, into yep, someone's yep, body. Yep, okay. yep. I've been reading about astral sex and that if you have astral sex with, say, someone like your crush, they will dream about you sexually in the physical world. Hold up. Wait. If you have sex with them astrally, they'll dream about you sexually in the physical world. Okay. Now I'm on board again. Got it. All makes uh, sense. I see this as impossible. But yet I read it happens. So is this possible? So this is this person's first 
astral experience and they think just out the gate they're gonna leave their body into the fucking ether and then be fucking up there no you gotta walk before you can run before you can have sex you have to astrally hold hands first right you got well you have to astrally develop hands you're just gonna be sort of an an amorphous swarm of thoughts up there can i just say that like it's it beautifully sums up people on the internet to say the sentence, I don't think this is true, but, but is then true? I read that it was, so, so is it? Is it? Th- you know, every time you have deja vu, that means that someone just had astral projection sex with you. While watching Suck The Matrix? Cop- Suck on that, copper top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I got so it. Is this has to be two people mm-hmm. projecting themselves. Right, because you can't just like astrally project. Uh, fi- you can't man. You can't manifest physical change in the material realm when you are just a fucking thought swarm up there in the ether. So you have to be with somebody else's astral existence, and then fucking them, and they're fucking you, and then it's a very cordial thank you, thank you. You zip back into your bodies before mm-hmm. midnight, or else you are going to stay the animal that you anamorphed into forever. Correct. Correct. My question is this: the end result of this, like in you a, have a question, yes, just to clear everything else, totally clear. The end Was result it the animorphs of this, thing that you got lost in because it got a little tangly. No, I followed that. If you do this, right, I'm trying to follow the chain here. You astrally project, have sex with someone, right? Then they dream about it because you're astrally fucking them and they're dreaming about it. Is the hope that then the next day they walk up to you and go, hey, this is going to sound weird, but I dreamed last night that we fucked and it was so, so good that I want to do it in RL. So the partner who's not astrally projecting is dreaming. They're not also astrally projecting. That's Correct. not. It's two different realms: the dream what? realm and the astral realm. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait. It's so are you astrally projecting into their dream? You can't do that. That's science fiction. <laughs> I okay, have a so very. So you're astrally projecting, you're having sex with their essence. Yeah, their astral essence. It has to be. Listen, we're getting into semantics now. I have a much more important question for us. Okay. To all ponder, to really put into our thoughts for a while. Mm-hmm. Say you anamorph into okay. a lion. Uh huh. <clears throat> Are you both paying attention? Yeah. So mm-hmm. on it. It's really important. Okay. You I'll anamor- stop ordering my blue apron meals. Yeah. Put that away for a second. Close the tab. You anamorph into a lion for mm-hmm. an anamorph's mission, and you accidentally stay morphed for over two hours okay and when okay. you do that you're that animal just for life correct at that, point. that is That's what, what happened, happened to tobias totally tobias following done turned to a fucking hawk because he's a dummy and he didn't look at his fucking no hawk he had to stay hidden up in the rafters or else he was gonna get caught griffin you're a lion now for life okay and you got other animorphs buddies who are more responsible than you they can turn human and they know like oh oh man oh uh steven he's a lion now leo no, that's too easy. <laughs> Lion-O, he's a lion now. Steven, he's a lion now. And it's, you're still a lion, and they come to visit you like, hey, Steven, you're like, because uh, <laughs> you're a lion. Growl, uh, growl, growl, beef, beef, My beef. question is, how, what is the length of time you have to go before you can start fucking lions? Because oh, you've great. been a human this whole time, and you're human, you're... 
your rolling crew, your Animorphs road dogs, fucking know that you used to be a, a dude, and now you're fucking lions. Well, and that, Griffin, what is the what's the length of time? What's the comfort zone there, Griffin? There is a time because what happens to Tobias is eventually his humanity starts to slip away, oh. and he starts to like actually hunt and oh. like become more of a hawk type yeah, of person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So or or. That's Tobias wanting to fuck some hawks and saying, like, oh, I guess I'm just really uh, a hockey guy. Oh, no, it's my, oh, animal instincts. I don't know. Guys, I'm losing my humanity. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Fucking thank you. Oh, my God. I'm going to lay an egg. Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> it took me, it took me roughly two decades to figure out if human women wanted to have sex with me. So I, <laughs> I think it's pretty fucking like optimistic to think I'm gonna jump into the lion world mid stream. Be like, just new to the game. That it'll, <laughs> that it'll be my oh, decision. On the prowl right? and ready to growl. Come on, ladies. Yeah. Hey, good news, ladies. I'm a really shitty lion who's ready to fucking clown. <laughs> don't ask me to hunt or do anything or do like any of the mating rituals. I don't know any of that shit. I, don't want I just want to get up on that. You know that someone's going to see Steven make this lion transformation and get all the fucking lion play, that all the fucking feline action he could ever hope for. And then all of a sudden, maybe a week later, oh, what happened to Mark? Mark, you stayed over two hours. <laughs> Whoops, guess I'm a guess I'm a deer forever. Be Mark, right hurry back. and change back. It's been an hour and 58 minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, I'm... let me try. Oh, weird, it's not working. You must have set your watch wrong. Be right back. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the on the on the 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 one side, you're a lion who knows another mating rituals. On the plus side, you do have an ATM card, That's and you can drive you a can car. Buy as, you can drive a car and buy as much meat for the other lions as you want, which is a pretty powerful move. Yeah. The the hardest part about picking up female lions is how do you neg them? What do you say? They're, They're perfect. perfect and sinewy. They're perfect, sinewy, beautiful. You got there's nothing you could take away from them. Hey, fat haunches, get over here. Nothing. That you have nothing on them. They're perfect killing machines. I guess I just think your jaws are too powerful. Like your whiskers. Oh, no, wait, I don't like your whiskers. Are we having sex? <laughs> Us? Are you a former anamorph that got trapped in... Oh, nope, just a line. Okay, you can never tell. <laughs> this has been our show, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We hope you've had some some lofts. Also, I hope this isn't uh, your first episode. Woof. Uh, our, so we uh, live shows coming to a town near you in 2015. Uh, we're doing a show in LA that's sold out, but we are doing another show at San Francisco Sketch Fest. Uh, I believe tickets for that are still available. That's with JJ Go, so you're getting a pretty great value uh, for for that. That's February 7th uh, at 1 p.m. at Cobb's Comedy Club. You can get seats right uh, for that show at the address uh, bit.ly forward slash mbmbam sketch fest. Uh, also, we've got new live shows coming out. Like Justin said, we're going to announce those next week. So make sure uh, you tune into the Twitter and you tune into the show. Um, also, if you're listening to this either on the day it comes out or the day after, so the fifth or sixth, um, on the sixth, we have uh, me and Andy are doing a Bunker Buddies live show with Jordan Jesse Go at UCB Franklin um, at 11 p.m. Um, and tickets for that are still available. They're only $5, and we really want to see you there. This is the first Max Fun Presents, and we want to do more at the UCB, so we really appreciate you guys coming out and supporting us. You can get tickets for that at bit.ly forward slash bbjjgoLA, all lowercase, and we really want to see you out there. 
It can be uppercase too, Trap. Oh sure, okay. It actually, it actually can't. We we fucked around with that. Yeah. You're kidding me. Uh, before, yeah, no, it's case sensitive. What the fuck, internet? You done? You changed overnight. Yeah. Speaking um, of bunker buddies and Jordan, just to go, go check out all the other maximumfun.org uh, shows. They're all. Let's incredible. do a special a special plug for the Adventure Zone because uh, several people tell us every time a new episode is released that they that they didn't know we were doing this. We do a uh, uh, a a D and D fantasy adventure. With our daddy, Clint, uh, uh, where we, you know, basically just play D&D and you listen. And people have been really, really nice. It's our most popular show. show by far. It, it is one day going to supersede Mabim Bam and become the, the flagship of the Empire. Believe that. I, so go look for the Adventure Zone on iTunes. Subscribe to it. Rate it. You know where they can, you know where they can, can fucking find it. The, at the adventure dot zone. The adventure dot zone. It is our website. We got episodes. We got character sheets. We got fucking art. There's a dude, uh, Leon Roselar, I believe is his name, who's done uh, art for the past two episodes. That is like a summary of the episodes, and they're fucking incredible. You can find those at the adventure dot zone uh, and all kinds of great stuff. So go there. If subscribe. you could tweet, also if you if you get into D and D as a result of our show. Please tweet at uh, uh, Wizards of the Coast just to say, like, hey, you know, I, I, I'm into this because maybe they'll tweet about our show and then we'll get famous be and maybe get free great. shit. We also maybe. want to say thanks again to MeUndies for supporting the show. Go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. You get 20% off your first order and you'll get free shipping. So that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, here's a great reason to go to the adventure.zone, by the way. You can see a picture of our dad cosplaying as his character Merle High Church at our ho- holiday show. Don't miss uh, that. That's and also, don't miss, that. don't miss your chance to get a great deal from Blue Apron. You can get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash brother. Get all that stuff. Big thanks to the Long Winters uh, for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, uh, it's a great, great album, great song, great music, great friends, great times, great... Uh, good, just good brews. Great summer, great summer party times, and just like the best spring break I've ever been on. Yeah. Uh, are we, did you, is that it? Is that everything? Oh, we got a new animated short, Grift of the Magi. It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube.com slash Yep, you can find it there. Go subscribe and rate and review that and share it with people. It's a really good way if you've been trying to figure out how to get other people into it. I think that those cartoons made by, by our, our boy Tyler Crowley are a pretty good way of uh, getting people into the show. So um, go check those out. I think it's everything. Uh, Griff, do you have a last Yahoo uh, answer for yeah. us? Yeah, uh, this final Yahoo answer was sent in by Game Recognized Game, Rachel Sperling. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user K, who mm-hmm. asks, Does fish oil make your booty pop? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This is my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hello, I'm Taco, the elven magician. Merle High Church here, the master of clerical magic. I'm Magnus Burnside, the fighter. Did you guys like that? Yeah.
Did you, the listener, like that? You were just swept up in a world of high fantasy and magic where anything can happen and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy, Dungeon Master for the Adventure Zone, a new podcast on Maximum Fun, in which magic and mystery intertwine for a very erotically charged role-playing experience. <laughs> you can catch it every other Thursday here on MaximumFun.org or iTunes. It's for Dungeons & Dragons, but with family.